0: Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, Season 2, Episode, yeah, 34. Woo, getting on, getting up, getting after it. Requires a little beverage, too. How about a... uh, I'm not hogging these, but damn, whiskey and cola crown royals. I give it a big thumbs up. And if you add a little extra crown, perfect. Nice. As promised, a little breather from some of the news, most of it anyway. A little topic piece here. Oh man, so many things to think about in today's world. And it's good to look back a little bit and reflect, which I oftentimes do. So I was thinking about my youth versus kind of my kids youth. So let's go like 67 to 80 versus I don't know, 2008 to current, right? Oh, man, so many things were different. Like a lot of things were invented in my youth. Obviously, this generation they take for granted. I mean, microwaves, they didn't come out until like, I don't know, mid 50s, somewhere around there. And not everyone had one. It was a lot like a color TV. They came out, but not every family had one. I mean, we didn't have one for many years. But I remember the first microwave we had, it was one of those old dial-up bitches. Basically, your hour and 20 minutes Morton's meal took 50 minutes. <laughs> it took a little less, but it wasn't dramatic. But hey, it was moving in the right direction. Now, shit, you put it like one of these microwave dinners in there and you're like two minutes done. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. Drive-in movies, that was a thing. They were popular when I was a kid. In fact, Our parents actually took us. This is before dating stuff. And it would be like pretty much all Westerns. That's what we'd like to watch. We'd go see like Duke on the big screen and the drive-in. Hell yeah. Even in the backseat, it was good. I actually did go on a couple dates in the drive-in, which was always interesting. You always prayed you weren't going to be with that fucker who would drive off with the speaker and like rip his window out. Yeah, i witnessed that many times shit Polaroids Polaroid pictures and you know my kids actually have kind of gotten back onto Polaroids by the way but Polaroid pictures were a big thing they really didn't get spread around like shit does on the iPhone I'm just saying you'd get away with a lot I grew up on records I know some people who still play records then cassette tapes eight tracks man those bitches were big I mean there was like a fucking VHS tape and then I guess CDs DVDs and of course fuck all that now it's all streamed right don't even have to worry about that I had the old lava lamp. I remember those. I don't think any of my kids had a lava lamp. I had a mood ring. I knew my kids did have those. Had a Timex watch, man. And that thing was analog. Kids nowadays are like, analog? What does that even mean? All these fuckers are digital. I don't even think they know what analog means. Yeah, they pretty much have to have the old digital watch to tell time. Yeah, floppy disks for computers. Kids probably have even heard of that shit. I remember mobile phones. Now, I didn't have one right away, by the way, but literally they were like having a couple bricks together. You could fucking kill somebody with a mobile phone. I mean, they were like ginormous, ginormous, and not everybody had one of those. A personal computer, fuck as big as the old console Zenith I grew up with. Those bitches were huge. Emailing, oh boy, that started in, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. I'm thinking late 70s, somewhere around there. And AOL, man. Does anybody remember AOL? Early 90s? Fuck. I think that's where a lot of shit went south. I think with these chat rooms. Not good. Kids, keep out of the chat rooms. It's not good. Can end up in a human trafficking situation. I'm just saying. You keep out of those. Sony Walkmans, of course, with your cassette. Camcorders, man. I remember the camcorder. Eventually, a big thing. And people don't even think about stuff like this anymore. Like disposable cameras. I remember when that was a thing. I think late 80s. World Wide Web, man, that was 80s, 90s. I don't know. Camera phone, maybe early two thousand, something like that. iTunes, that rolled out somewhere early 2000. iPhone, I don't know, what, mid-2006, 2007, something like that. Hey, sidebar, fucking soft adhesive stamp, man. I love those bitches. Late 80s, though. I remember when they came out. I think they're all soft adhesive now. Be hard pressed to have to fucking lick and stick anything. Hard pressed to lick and stick. Hmm. School. All right, school in my era. For anybody, you guys know my age, born in 1962, do the fucking math, if you're able. Yeah. Reading, writing, and arithmetic, man, that was the fucking name of the game. No politics, no religion. No fucking safety pins. Sure as fuck wasn't a safe space anywhere. No self-esteem classes. Teachers taught. Students fucking listened. We had blackboards, man. Not all these smart boards. Beating the erasers and shit. That was like a classroom duty. I mean, you actually had classroom duties. I don't think kids do any of that shit now. Fucking allergies. I don't recall any kids having allergies. I'm not saying they didn't. I feel like we did have some seasonal shit that flared up every now and then. You had to have a Kleenex, but... I don't know. Kids fucking, they showed up for school. They were on time. Hey, and one thing that has stayed consistent, fucking recess was fun, man. But of course, we had the super fucking dangerous playground equipment. I'm talking fucking dangerous shit. I mean, I took six stitches on the chin. I mean, we had those merry-go-rounds. You fucking kill somebody on one of those. We had the, whatever, the monkey bars, man. They probably had an eight-foot drop Good for, you know, a broken arm, broken leg, broken something. I mean, we had some dangerous shit, and we climbed on top of it. We did. I mean, that's how I got these stitches, man. I climbed up the swing set, went face down one of the bars. Back when they were anchored with cement tires that had those ginormous old, like, bottle bottoms, like, Coke bottle bottoms, all the glass in them. Fucking right to the chin, I took it. Yeah. yeah. Got my ass whooped, too, for breaking that rule. Yeah. So I got the stitches. Then <laughs> I got a good old-fashioned ass whooping. Yeah. That's how that shit worked. Yeah. I know it's going to shock some people. We had males and we had females. Yeah. Weird, right? Teachers weren't trying to fucking reassign gender. Yeah. They weren't bringing in flamboyant gays to talk to four-year-olds. Yeah. Check out the clip from the Hodge twins fighting. Can we roll a little piece of that? Your mind's about to be fucking blown. Get ready. Mind-blowing. Yeah. <clears throat> go out like that yeah girl shoes on kinda look like Tinkerbell bam wonderful man that dude shouldn't, shouldn't be nowhere near kids he shouldn't he shouldn't be within a hundred miles of kids and them heels you know why he wearing them them high heels he's compensating for something we all know what that is moving on work ethic that shit was real Laziness was not an option. I think the L word now is just as offensive to a parent as the F word. I think if you call a kid lazy versus saying, fuck your kid, I think they'd be mad about the L word. Reading was important, and it was taught very early. People communicated with one another. Phones weren't really a distraction. That wasn't a thing. TV was something, like now my generation, you got to watch it... Pretty much as a reward, if you'd been good during the week, let's say you did all the stuff you were supposed to do, I say reward, it wasn't really a reward. If you did shit right, though, you did get to have a little bit of TV on Saturday mornings. So the cartoons, that was like, you didn't want to fuck up during the week because you didn't want to miss out on that. It was a big deal. And like to sweeten the deal, like I grew up, we had fucking Wheaties and Cheerios. Those were the two options in my house. But every now and then, a fucking box of Lucky Charms would come out. And you talk about a Saturday hit, fucking watching Bugs Bunny, man, crunching on the fucking Cheerios. No, watching Bugs Bunny and crunching on the Lucky Charms, though, now. Woo! On point. Yeah. Nice. Pretty fucking sporty. I would eat all the cereal first, and then eat all the marshmallows last, and have one of those chokes, the the sugar chokes, when you just have too much sugar going down. (laughs) Oh! Still have fond memories of it, though weekends when we weren't in school studying hard weekends were fucking exploring in the neighborhood tree forts bicycle ramps catching shit all kinds of critters catching poison ivy occasionally too i would antagonize the hell out of my older brother pretty much every chance i got that was a thing early school just fabulous like somewhere and i don't know when this happened i think it was around sixth grade they tried out this thing called pods i don't know if anybody out there has heard of that It did not work. They went right back to the traditional setup. But basically what it was is one ginormous room and they split it into like six classes. They put some little dividers up, right? I would say whoever designed that shit didn't understand two things. Kids and the dynamics of sound. I mean, it was as loud like being in a fucking carnival. You couldn't learn anything with that shit. They did away with it almost instantly. Yeah. The... Basic tenets of, I don't know, let's call it, subject-centered, learner-centered, problem-centered learning, they were always addressed, but not in like fucking overly dramatic ways like today. Yeah, it wasn't a bad thing. It just lacked the drama. You know, to hear people talk about it, oh, you think that we missed out in my youth. We didn't miss out on shit. We did not. Now, much like today, I want to say this, I want to add this in. And as an educator, certainly I know and understand this, but one size does not fit all. In my day, that's where students, let's say, with learning disabilities, they were placed in classes with teachers that could address their learning differences, right? In an environment that would actually allow them to learn. Couldn't necessarily make it in the regular classroom. And we called it uh, special education. Yeah. I don't know how that exists anymore. I'm not even sure what they call it. Probably something else. But no one poked fun at the kids. Everyone knew they had differences that needed some type of other classroom. That wasn't a big thing. We all ate in the same cafeteria, played on the same playground, hung out in the same neighborhoods. Everyone knew everyone, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But it wasn't as bad as people make it out to be. It was just something you understood as different. Bullies. Let's talk about bullies. Okay, back in my day, fucking few and far between. Primarily because it was dealt with. Yeah, usually by way of a serious ass kicking. The bullying fucking immediately stopped. Weird. Punch a bully in the face. Ooh, It just stops. How is that? I don't know. I grew up with parents who taught us that not everybody's going to like you. And that was okay. Makes sense. Made sense back then. Still makes sense. I wasn't going to like everybody. Still true today. Not everybody likes me. I don't like everybody. Oh, wait. And the world's still fucking spinning. Imagine that. (sighs) Ah, let me take a drink before we fast forward now. I don't know if you guys are ready for this. Yeah, I felt like my upbringing was pretty fucking great, by the way. Yeah, I'll drink to it. A few moments later. Oh, man, adding the extra crown royal in here really does pay off. Just saying. (laughs) A few inches later, education has taken a crazy fucking turn. So many hidden curriculums and many not so hidden, crazy ass teacher belief driven curriculums just thrown out into the universe today. Think about the clip you just watched earlier with the Hodge twins. What the fuck over that shit didn't exist when I was a kid? Yeah. There are people out there who only want someone the same color as the student teaching the student. So in other words, black student, black teacher, white student, white teacher, Asian student, Asian teacher. Fuck that. How about you just have somebody competent, just have somebody competent teach your kids? Period. So schools, I don't know. They're lacking in teachers that know their content area. Yeah. They're devoid of classroom management, as evidenced by the many videos that you can see across the U.S., primarily in blue states. Shit pops up on TikTok, Instagram, everywhere else. Kids are not ready, even remotely, for the inherent problems that they're going to face in this new environment that they've kind of created. You got kids graduating from high school, they can't even construct a fucking sentence. They sound like Dementia Joe and maybe have third or fourth math grade skills, which won't get you far in life, by the way. Worse yet, these fuckers, I'll go off to college, which don't get me started about them paying that off. That's just another tax to us. Hey, get ready for your taxes to be 2000 higher next year. Perfect. Motherfuckers. That's a whole nother topic. All right. Back to kids. They'll spend six years in a college and walk out with no fucking marketable skills. They end up tenants back at home into their 30s, and it's a new theme. And what's worse, what's worse? People are acting like it's totally acceptable. Don't believe me, just look around. Yeah. Kids, and and this again was not a thing in my day, they're tethered to social media. Tethered. And I think everybody has probably at some point in time found themselves in that position where you're scrolling or looking for this or looking for that. And I do it a lot of times primarily for advertisement, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. I do some of that. But kids are tethered to it. I've witnessed kids get so upset over the possibility of not being able to look at their phone for any length of time. Like, let's say, at dinner time. And I guess the bigger issue with that is it's not advancing their independent thinking skills, which is unfortunate. It's not really advancing anything. It being fair, not... Every single thing has been twisted into something unrecognizable. Although I would argue a fair bit of it has. I mean, you still have bullying, right? That's the thing. That's not gone. But unlike my day where we dealt with it, it's not being dealt with. Pretty much everyone's getting bullied if you read the news. It happens to everybody, right? So if somebody picks on your kid for two seconds, they call it bullying. If somebody doesn't like your kid, bullying, hmm you just get labeled right away because now these little fuckers are taught that everybody should like you And you should like everybody What Meanwhile, you got these fucking parents of today. I mean these fuckers get involved in crazy ass totally insane ways Yeah, they don't let their kids solve anything Yeah, again punching the bully in the face not an option And like in a private school, let's take private schools for a minute if enough parents don't like a so-called bully and the family isn't prominent, not giving a lot of money to the school, maybe fucking see you later to the alleged bully. Yeah. In public venues, you probably end up in a bullying 099 course or the equivalent. I don't know. Yeah, kids are pretty much taught everybody's going to like you. Does that sound like fantasy land stuff to you? Yeah. And if somebody doesn't like you, their mom is going to go up to the school and make them Hmm. Wait a minute. That sounds like bullying to me. I think parents now of these fuckers are the modern day bullies. I have said this before somewhere in time, but it's worth repeating. The apple never falls far from the tree. If you have big ugly, guarantee to have little ugly. And so if you have a big bully, well, let's just say you're probably going to have a little bully too. Yeah. So what do I have to say about all this? I'm thankful I was fucking raised in the 60s and 70s, man. Good old fucking days. I mean, I'm so thankful. I'm thankful I can think. I'm thankful I have this platform for a little bit of free speech. I like the First Amendment. I'm a fan. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, next week, I am going to be joined by my good friend Justin Bergon, and we're going to be discussing censorship. Yeah, get ready, because it's going to be a fucking good one, guaranteed. All right, I have to tell you, I'm going to be doing a little bit more drinking because it's Saturday night where I am. I hope you're out there having a good day or a good morning wherever this finds you. Thank you for tuning in every week. I certainly appreciate it. All I have to say is, cheers, darling. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boo booze and other stuff where I vow to keep it real and real interesting.